You can check us out on all major podcast platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. Check out our social media on Instagram at Menovation and Facebook at Menovation Podcast. This week on the Menovation, we have a very special guest who has a powerful story, uh, who's living out, uh, trying to do his best as a man. But he's got some wisdom on the episode today. This is episode 50. But you know how we do it. We're coming in hot. It is like ah, moist in my basement right now. I don't know what it is, but it is very, very, very moist. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, but anyways, our guest today uh, is our friend Walter. Uh, he's just going to come on today, and he's actually going to share around... Uh, he went through a divorce, and he's also going to share around what it is to be a single dad. He's got two boys. Raising boys. Yep. Uh, two preteens, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> so, but we just thought that he's kind of come out on the other side, and he's kind of risen from the ashes a little bit, so to speak. And we just thought that he would have such good value to bring to the community um, through maybe you're thinking about divorce, you went through a divorce, whatever. And then just how he's still being the best dad he can be in this season, how he's continuing his life, how he's just come on the other end. And obviously he's not in the ground yet. He's still got plenty going on. Um, but I know divorces rock people and rightfully so. Uh, it tears you up. It wrecks your life. So anyways, uh, Walter's just going to come on and share some amazing stuff. So Walter, why don't you give us the, the snapshot of you uh, and yeah. we'll, we'll start diving in. Snapshot. Um, yeah, my name's Walter. Um, I've been, I guess, I mean, I've been knowing you guys for about I mean, since, since 2000, I want to say 2000, ooh, 15? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I remember your kids in kids' church mm-hmm. when yeah. Lindsay and I were running it, yep. and then, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a minute. We were we were city church. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long time. Um, yeah, man. I've uh, been in Utah f- since 2007. Uh, moved out here from Dallas. I uh, went to Utah State. Oh, you did? Uh, nice. Yeah, went to Utah State. Played football. Played football, played yeah. football up there. Yeah, after football, just kind of, you know, bounced around a little bit trying to figure it out. Um, ended up leaving Utah probably for about a solid five months. Went to, went back to Texas. Came back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, um, became a coach at Utah State in 14. And then, yeah, man, just been on this journey. It's been on nice. a nice. nice little fun journey. And how old ride. are you? I am 34. 34. Damn. What? You don't look like it. I know. Yeah. It's good. I mean, no, I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, black don't crack. You feel me? Shout out to mama real quick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? Uh, and we're in the Dallas, or was it Dallas? You yes, said? sir. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was Arlington. So I was in the Metroplex, which okay. is, you know, huge. It's booming. Yeah. It's like 50 cities and 50-mile radius, right? Just, I mean, it's big, but it's got a ton of people in it. So oh, yeah. Especially Some, now. Everybody's yeah. leaving all the other states to go there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you still coaching? Affordable stuff? Are you still yeah, right? coaching? Uh, no longer Bring coaching anymore. No longer yeah. coaching anymore. Nice. Uh, okay, so then, uh, so when did you get married? 
2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you guys just like meet in school, working, yeah. in the club? <laughs> <laughs> no, so we actually met um, at Utah State. Um, she was a volleyball player. Okay. Um, and we actually met on a trip. Are you um, coaching volleyball? Oh, I was not coaching okay. volleyball. <laughs> so, no, I was not coaching volleyball. Football. Um, I was playing football. She was playing oh, okay. volleyball. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, she's, she's only a few years younger than me. Yeah. And so this was 2010 when we met. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we met 2010. And, yeah, we met at a kind of like an athlete's retreat. Mm-hmm. For like uh, They called it SAMS, like Student Athlete Mentors. Sure. And it was in Bear Lake. You would think it sounds all romantic. Like, oh, who's at Bear Lake at a retreat with our college <laughs> friends? Uh, no, she had a boyfriend. I had a girlfriend. And it was just <laughs> like... kind of met each other. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, we met there. And then from there, um, you know, you know, texting, started hitting it off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, it's just kind of... That's, that's how the journey started, I would yeah, say. Yeah. yeah. So got married a couple years, four years later. Yeah. Uh, and then... Had two boys. Yes, sir. And about how long were you guys married for? So we got married in 2014. So I guess if we were to say we got divorced around 2018. Okay. But it felt like a marriage way before that. So, you know, we was uh, knuckleheads. So we had kids before we were married. I okay. don't know if that, if anybody yeah. knew that or not. But um, I did not. Yeah, so we had our we had Kai, our first one, um, in two thousand and eleven. So, and then we had Zay two years after that in two thousand. So he's what, like eleven? Yeah, he he just turned eleven okay. August eighth. Nice. So literally last this Monday. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you guys had the boys before technically you were married. Both of them. Okay. Uh, so living together, probably doing all that stuff, right? Um, uh, not quite. Oh, it was okay. it was a journey. I mean. So, like I said, we met Sam's. Let's call that. We, that was May. We met in I tell you what, we met in May, and then next thing I know, she was pregnant in Damn. November of her senior year. It was still my junior year, and so when you say like we didn't know each other, like we didn't know each other at all, mm-hmm. right? Um, we were just two young, curious kids with no real, you know, no guidance, no accountability. Sure, right. sure. Yeah. Right. So, okay, so this has actually changed some of my questions because I oh. didn't know that detail. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, what what was the thing, because obviously, like, you're both in college, right? This The norm, okay, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, this is a hot topic, mm-hmm. uh, is abortion, that type of stuff. Don't, mm-hmm. don't mess up your life, all this kind of stuff. Um, what was like that just... I don't want to dive too much in this, but I just yeah. think it's a it's an important no, thing. Maybe it's, people that have gone through this. Yeah. No, it's absolutely. It was part of our story. I mean, it was. I think one of the first things, even when we were just kind of like teasing and messing around, it was like, like, ah, oh, you gonna get pregnant? Like, we, you know, we can have abortion. Like, we're gonna have crazy athletes, right? She was, you uh-huh. know, big time athlete at the university. Right. I played football, but you know, part of that was, you know, how I was raised. Also, it's like, you know, my mom kind of went through that. Really? Um, yeah. Um, and I sadly, um, and I sadly went through a situation in high school where the girl I was with, she, we, we had an abortion when I was like 15 years old. So uh, I started having hey. sex wow. at a young age. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, like so you're, you're a good looking dude. Probably can't keep the ladies up here. <laughs> no, Play man. football. No, it's just just a knucklehead, just yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah. a knucklehead broken kid, right? Um, just trying to figure it out, right? Sure. But um I mean then ultimately, so when you know, essentially when she first told me that she was pregnant, it was like shocking, but you know, I knew we wasn't I don't it, it never even never crossed, even crossed our mind. your mind. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. And then obviously looking back on it now, you I'm sure you there's Absolutely no no not. way in hell, right? Absolutely not. So what led to actually getting married? Was it like, we've already had some kids, let's tie the knot? I mean, like, were you guys getting along before then? Like, obviously I mean, that's no. Hard, I mean, we we had issues. I mean, but I think after the second one, I was like, okay, well, like, let's freaking man up a little bit. Let's sure. figure it out. Like, <laughs> let's do, you know, handle your responsibilities, yep. right? That right. was the mindset, right? And, you know, back in that day, it was just like, handle your responsibilities and we'll just figure out the rest later. Right. So I had the opportunity to either go play in Canada or, um, well, uh, for the CFL, yep. uh, Canada Football League, or go coach at Utah State. Um, and I think at that time, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm 25, coming off an injury. Like, let's just hang yeah. it up. Let's go coach. Let's yeah. bring my family together uh -huh. and let's move to Logan. Right. At that time, like I said, Zay was born. Zay was about, Two, I mean, he was probably like two months old, right? And that's how I was like, let's just, let's just go figure it out. So what was the, so obviously you must have gotten along some after your first kid was born. Because mm -hmm. I, I feel like so often the story is, okay, so let's maybe you get, you know, uh, she gets pregnant, right? You end up having the kid, but then it's like the lives, you're just parents at that point, right? Mm -hmm. You don't actually get stay together. Mm -hmm. Was there, like, did you get along? Was it like, you know? Obviously, were things good? Like, rock, walk us through that a little bit. Like, what led to, okay, actually, second kid slash let's get married? Yeah, I mean, honestly, so when Kyle was born in 11, um, I was still in that phase. So I was still in fall camp, like, for my senior year of football. Um, so I was still in school. She was actually living with her parents in uh, Roosevelt, uh, probably about three hours away from Logan. Utah? Roosevelt, Utah, oh, two That's hours away, like yeah, east, yeah. right, in yeah. the basin. So there was a lot of back and forth driving going on. I mean, she would come down for the games and different things like that, or I would try to go up there mm -hmm. and see her and uh, Kai. Um, but yeah, I mean, in between that phase, I mean, so after I graduated, like I said, we all as a whole, the three of us was like, I was like, you know, this is my family. So yeah. tried to, mm -hmm. the Texas thing, lived with my parents a little bit. Right. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I can't leave. I can't live under my mom's roof. So I get that. <laughs> I'm gonna just go figure it out. And then they yeah. ended up flying yeah. out later. Um, and so you know, we were still kind of like in this in between space, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we were young college kids trying to figure it out, right? And then um, you know, from there, I was working like anywhere from the boys and girls clubs to retail work at fans or anything right just anything yeah, yeah. right mm -hmm. um and then <laughs> i think it was like new year's we was just with some friends and yep that's when zay was conceived <laughs> 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 so yeah it, like we had a you know up and down relationship just because it was one of those things where you know she grew up in a home where you know so backstory about her you know, she grew up in the Mormon church. Mm. Her dad was a bishop. You know, he wasn't just, wow. yeah. Yeah, so it was, so there's probably a lot of shame, probably. Oh, there was. All that stuff. There was a lot 
of things that we had to work through, mm. right? I mean, just conversations between me and her and conversations or not conversations between me and their parents because sure. we just grew up differently, yeah. right? Mm, yeah. I mean... I mean, y'all know about the church. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was, it was difficult. So as far as like the trust mm. that we mm. could have created, it just wasn't there. Yeah. Right. So we had trust issues almost as soon as like we found out that she was pregnant. Mm. And wow. You know, and that came from sources like her parents. Right. I hate to say it, but I mean, and you know, we've talked about it, but yeah, I mean, the first conversation I had with her dad was you either marry my daughter mm -hmm. or we're going to give your child up for uh, adoption. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> And you're not like high school, like you're, Dude, you're I'm, a grown man at that point. Well, I'm I'm 20 years old, 21, 22 yeah. years old. I mean, right. wow. let's go look at the 21, 22 year olds out here today. Oh, oh my yeah, God. no. Let's go make a really great decision. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. They're like, oh, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. They're like, oh, you, you, you gonna get okay? Cool. <laughs> yeah, right. But so, <laughs> so that's how it started. So the conflict started that that fast. So one, it's like, yeah, I understand. Like, you know, we have a child coming in this world, but. I'm not finna let some man I don't know like, mm -hmm. start ruin, you know, sure. tell me how sure. I'm supposed to live my life. Right. Yeah, totally. And I and, you know, out of respect that, you know, that's his daughter, but at the same time she made the same decision I did. Right. Right. So mm -hmm. but so that's how that's how wow. a lot of our foundation started. Our foundation started on just lust. Started on lust, it started sure. on like mistrust. Um, at that point, you you obviously have the kids who so you're connected, so you're just trying to figure things we're out. We're just trying to figure things out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so then fast forward, you obviously had your second kid. And then uh, what was actually the, so you decided like, all right, now it's time. Let's get married. Let's pull everything together. And was she like, yeah, totally ready? Like, how would, how did that all go down? Were, yeah. were her parents like, finally? Like, what? I think so. I think for me, I mean, that was for me like, it's like one of those like I think we can do this moment, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I, I mean, I asked her father for her hand, and um, you know, we ended up moving to Logan together. We got a spot together. We wasn't married, so that was like November of twenty thirteen, and then January January fourth of twenty fourteen was we was like we're going to make this official and. Yeah. You know, just not going to keep on doing the thing, right? Like, yeah. yeah. It's like, and I, and at this point, like, yes, I had a relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's like, okay, you got two kids out here, bro. <laughs> it's like you, you got her living out here with you. It's like, bro, like, don't just, yeah, play the game. Like, what, just go uh, on. What were your parents saying around all this? My parents was like, bro, don't play the game, right? Mm. I mean, you know, so my, my my mom, dad. I mean, you know, I was raised in the church. Sure. You know, I was raised first in the Baptist church. And then, you know, when they split, you know, me and my mom and my sister, we started going to a non-denominational church, right? And, you know, that's where a lot of the beliefs and different things started to come, uh, you know, come about and, you know, trying to get rid of the shame and that guilt. Um, I mean, those Southern churches are amazing, but, you know, they, <laughs> they, they preach and they talk a lot about grace, which is amazing. Grace sure. is sufficient, mm -hmm. right? But there's still that, how can I 
be obedient, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think that's probably, especially the Baptist side of it. It's real, yeah, real religious, yep. real religious, mm-hmm. right? So, um, so that was kind of my background, but you know, they were just like, I mean, you know, be responsible, you know, yeah. this chick, this girl, woman has, you know, your baby's like, hop on in, right? Yeah, and so you know, and that's that's how I truly felt too, yeah. right? And so I mean. I think it was a pleasure on their side, but even on the opposite end too, right? Even she, her parents were Mormon, but you know they believe in marriage essentially, sure. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so that was kind of that. But you know there was some pressure behind it. But would you say that those the parental figures on either side were a really strong contributor to just keeping everything together? Even though they were like they didn't love it, obviously, mm-hmm. you know. But in the same breath, you know, you had your parents saying, "Hey, these are your babies; you got to take care of them," that kind of thing. Do you think they had a really good influence over the situation in that regard? I think, I think for what they know and the tools that they possibly had and the resources sure. they probably had, I think that was probably the best thing that they could give us, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, like y'all got kids, like get married, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, looking back at it now, you know, I wish there would probably been a little bit more conversations of like, hey, I understand you have children, but like, this is what a marriage takes. This is what it looks like. Mm. This is the guidance. A little more that preparation. You yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I think our foundation was just a little bit rocky at the beginning. Sure. So it was like to really go into something without a solid foundation. It was tough on us. I have a question. Yeah. Because um, you talk about like, you know, like in the hindsight, maybe having more conversations and like, to kind of further and help that foundation out a little bit more. If you had more of the conversations of like, okay, this is what it's really going to look like. This is what it is, especially with the foundations already kind of being laid, not being so strong. um, Would you have really gone into being married or would you considered like at that time, be like, you know what, maybe we're not the best fit. Mm -hmm. Will just work out and co-parenting, or was it almost like not an option in a way? At, like that's a great question. Um, I felt like at the moment, it almost didn't feel like it was an option. Yeah. Right. Um, hindsight, when we talked about it all the time, it's like I did. I felt pressure. Mm-hmm. Right. I, you know, I finally admitted that to her later on in our, you know, through our relationships. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I think hindsight, I would have. I probably would have taken my time, right? Because I didn't know who I was, mm-hmm. right? So we're hopping in this thing, and I have no idea who I am. I mean, from what I know, it's like I met this girl in May of 2010. Six months later, she's pregnant. Yeah. Nine months later, we have a child. There was, I'm still working through college. I just want to go to the league. Right. Mm-hmm. My goal is let's get to the league. Sure. It's that, already that, you play football. That's my, child- professional. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. my childhood dream. Yeah. Right. My childhood, you know, my childhood dreams. I unfortunately broke my foot in the middle of the season. Um, and it was that was a lot, right? And sure. so the not getting drafted was a lot. Still having a broken foot, rehabbing during that process. And then, you know, eventually like, you know. She gets pregnant again, mm-hmm. right? Still trying to figure out that because at that time I'm driving from California. I'm driving from Utah, California, Texas, like You're just doing these workouts yeah. and yeah. just trying to get on a team. 
mm-hmm. right? But in the, in the same time, like, she's pregnant with my second child, right? So I'm just trying to hustle, right? So what I know is, like, provider. That's all I know. Yeah. As a man, it's like, provider, provider, yeah, yeah, provider. Yeah. This is going to mm-hmm. help me provide. Screw whatever help, work I need, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I wish I would have had somebody being like, hey, bro, just slow down, right? Like, this life yeah. thing is it's almost a marathon, right? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, after I actually decided to take a step away from football and, like, kind of focus on, like, life itself, yeah, absolutely wish I would have had somebody to talk to, you know, who's either gone through it um, and just been like, hey, like, slow down. Like, this is what you guys need to figure out, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I think hindsight, like, absolutely probably would have taken a step to, like, hey, let's actually go through some counseling. Let's figure out, like, how we've hurt each other previously. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, before we decide to just hop in it because that's what the world wants us to do. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, like, you have, like, I mean, I mean, we were a beautiful family, mm. right? But hindsight is like, well, I mean, we were just two broken kids from two broken different sides of the world, right? And just, yeah. Now we just create more brokenness under one more under one roof, and so um, yeah. To answer your question, I'd be like, absolutely. Yeah, because that's interesting. Because you would think that some like old traditional religious wisdom would be like, oh yeah, just get married. Just get married. But, but in the same breath, everything. yeah. But in the same breath, that actually makes a lot of sense to well, we've already had your kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like, take a pause because mm-hmm. you don't want to introduce another factor if you're not ready. To actually bring your family together, like maybe it would just better to, you know, just stay co-parenting, right? And then figure, you know, it actually makes a lot of sense because then you're, you jump into the waters that you're not ready for. And I'm sure that created its own issues, right? Mm -hmm. And then obviously now on the other end. So, uh, so lead us through what, uh, so you're married about four years. Mm -hmm. Um, Was there, like, was it instantly, was there turmoil? I mean, you have two young kids. Like, that's hard enough as is. Mm-hmm. Was it instant turmoil? Was there, like, some good seasons? Like, what, you know, just, yeah, what do you think happened? Okay, like, what, obviously, it's generally not just one thing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think, it. I mean, I know it started in college, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you know, she's essentially not dating someone else, but, like, her heart's for someone else. My heart was for someone else. Wow. Right? Mm. But, you know, like I said, we came together in lust. And then from there, you know, we created this beautiful child. And so, but in the in-between, I'm a, I'm 21 years old, 20 years old. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, my heart was someone else, but I'm still like, bro, I ain't, I'm not ready to settle down for yeah. nobody. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, that's yeah, just yeah. me keeping it right. yeah. And You know, at the time, like, yeah, I was you know, talking to different women and hanging out with different women and things like that. And, you know, I mean, what else am I supposed to do at at college in Logan? (laughs) 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 Right, just like in, but like my main goal was just football. Like literally it was just football um, and that was it. Mm. And like girls were just like an afterthought. They were just almost like filling in the gaps, right? Just there. Yeah, just just there. And so there were that, caused a lot of trust issues at the beginning. And it was just more so like, like I said, we didn't even have a title for one another when we found out she was asked. pregnant, yeah. right? Like there yeah. was, it was just like, we actually broke up. We were like, not even together. Wow. And then she pulled up to my house. She's like, are you home? I'm like, yeah. And then she told me. And I'm just like, oh, okay. 
I think I, I got to go to practice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and right. so it was it was tough. It was tough. So, like, again, I think it just full circle moment just goes back to the foundation. Like, we just didn't have any, right? Mm -hmm. And it was, we were just kind of like freelancing, man. Yeah. You know? So, you're essentially, you were forced together, in a sense. In a sense. Like, not in obviously a bad way with your kids, but you were trying to make something work that maybe wasn't there. Yeah. Or, yes. But I think also, it's like, okay, well, God made this happen. Let's maybe dive deeper a little bit, but like I don't think we were just in a mature state, or we didn't have the people around us, the support around us for yeah. any twenty-one-year-old or twenty-two-year-old kid needs. Yeah, right. in a moment like that, mm -hmm. because I mean, the world makes it seem like just having kids is just like this. It's just it just happens, right? But it's like I mean, that's probably one of the top stressors. I would say top five yeah. stressors in the world. Yeah, raising like kids. even the most successful. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how mm -hmm. in order you have things, once you bring a child in this world, it's like your whole life shifts. Yeah. Right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. to have that happen unexpectedly um, and without support, it was like, okay, what are we doing here? All yeah. right. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I want to I wanna ask this question again after you talk about more of the divorce section. But mm -hmm. so up until, let's say, let's, let's go up into the marriage, okay. right? What was it like going, just from a, simply from a man's perspective, a guy's perspective, what was that like for you? Because you, you kind of touched on a little bit. Like, okay, as soon as you found out she was pregnant, you kind of went into this provider mode. But yeah, kind of dive into that just a little bit. Like, just what I, was that like? Yeah, from a, I mean, it was, it was hard mm. because all I knew was provider mode, right? Mm. I mean, it was... And then, like, I, I was coming, there was kind of, like, this shift in the world a little bit of, like, men need to feel supported a little mm -hmm. bit, right? Emotionally. Yeah. Right. But it was, like, it was just provider mode. Provide, provide, provide. Because that's all I saw. I mean, like I said, I love my dad now. We tell each other we love each other now. But at that point, it was, like, well, like, why would I, mm -hmm. you know, like, love? Like, I mean, yeah, we, I told her I loved her. Sure. I told my kids. But it was just like, it wasn't, it was just a word almost, right? It was just like, no, nah, I make sure I got to do this in order for my home to be happy. More, it's just almost. a little more old school mentality, right? It's Absolutely. like, you don't need love. You got a, you got a roof and you yeah. got food. Yeah. Like, that's, exactly. how, that's how I love you. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Are you eating? Yeah, Are right? you taking care of? Exactly. Do you yeah. Does it matter how yeah. late I stay out to, because I'm working? I mean, I was part of the early arguments too, right? I mean, so at the time when I was coaching, I mean, I was, we had a terrible two, mm -hmm. and then we had a. What's going on here? Yeah, what are you guys doing? It's like I can't sip my coffee. <laughs> He's got an alter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, we had a terrible two, and we had an infant, man. And so, my work schedule was be at work at five thirty at the gym. Oh my gosh! Work with the athletes all day. Then after we would shut the weight room down at six o'clock, soon as six o'clock hit. In the evening? In the evening. Oh, damn, I right. would have to damn. go to class at six thirty at night for two classes, six thirty to about nine thirty, and then finally get home. Jeez. Wow. So that was even the, that was even the beginning of our marriage. <sighs> so it's mm. just like, what are we supposed to do? You know? And so, yeah, we truly only had kind of like weekends. Yeah. 
And, you know, from the beginning, we were just like, yeah, let's, well, this is what I'm doing for mm -hmm. our family. Right. Like, I have to work. Mm -hmm. Right? And so part of my coaching job, it was, I think I only made 10 grand a year. But I was on full wow. scholarship, so there's paying for my school. That's, mm -hmm. that's good. So it was like, I mean, we our rent was like four hundred dollars a month or something like weird. That we had, we was on probably every government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like things. Like I don't even remember the names. Right. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> I have no idea. That from, yeah. yeah, and they was like, let's let's just make some something because y'all need it. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so, but that was just the early stages, right? So it was work and just trying to figure out how to get money and how mm -hmm. to get out of this hole of like, you know, because at the end of the day, we both wanted more. At least I know I wanted more out of life. Sure. But so that was like my main driving focus. So did that basically same pattern just carry straight into your marriage? Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're like still trying to survive, still trying to make ends meet. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the mindset. Go home try to hang out for a little bit, go to sleep, do it again the next day. And wow. While she was just at home taking care of the kids. And, yeah. Which was probably, I know it was hard on her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You sure. know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially as a, I mean, in, you know, her perspective, she went from a D1 All-American athlete to a mom in heartbeat. heartbeat. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, she wow. went from this very wow. social life and friends and team to like a mom and she, and you know, I don't think she has any regrets about it sure. as far as like, she dreamed about being a mom. Um, and she's a great mom, by the way. But, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I can imagine that type of shift to happen so fast for her. Yeah. Right. So again, we were just kids who just didn't really know each other. Yeah. And then understand that mm -hmm. the severity of that. Yeah. I think about my wife with our two small kids, I couldn't imagine and how hard that is. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine going through that. Just trying to, yeah. yeah, just from her perspective, I'm sure it was rough. Mm -hmm. So, about how old were your kids when you got married? Ty was two, and Zay was literally like probably two months old. Okay. So um, then, get married. How long did you stay in Logan before coming down to Salt Lake? We stayed there for a year. And after the first year, we, we I mean, we had no plans. I mean, like, like I said, dude, we were <laughs> clueless. We were like, we're just going to move to Salt Lake. We ended up staying at one of my coach's houses in his basement for almost maybe like anywhere close up to like three, four months. And then from there, we ended up getting to Sandy. And that's how we found City Church. Mm -hmm. um, ended up getting down to Sandy over there right next to Jordan L High School. Okay. Yeah. And so that's when we found City Church. But um, yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy times. Like, we had zero plan. We didn't know what we were doing at all. You're just trying to survive. Literally yeah. trying yeah. to survive. Imagine. Especially with young kids. Yeah, we had one car. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what What did you do for work when you moved down here? Oh, man, anything I could. Just anything I mean, at that point? Yeah. I, I was in, a, at that time, so I was in the fitness realm, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, I was just trying to figure out work and figure out a job. That was the other struggle, just trying to figure out where my place was in the real world. So I worked everywhere from, you know, again, the Boys and Girls Club, retail jobs, but also just trying to hustle. Like I wanted to have my own businesses at that young age. Mm -hmm. So I would train kids all day, um, do like speed and agility camps, and different things. But like, yeah, I was just, just literally hustling. Any way I can make 
20 to $40 an hour. I was trying to figure it out and do it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so you get down here, finally get like your own place. You're navigating now for the next three years or so, right? Mm -hmm. Was it, yes, we can make this work or was it like just, just still kind of chaotic up until the point you were just like, this isn't, this isn't working. There was, I mean, yeah, there were some sweet moments, some sweet spot moments. Um, but I think for me, I mean, so at that time, I want to say 2000, it was like 2015. Um, yeah, I was probably out of out of commission for work for almost almost like six months, then six wow. to seven months, and I would just to like deal with it. I would just play video games. Mm. Looking at it now, sure. Whew, <laughs> oh my goodness right yeah, you're like yeah. dude what are you doing <laughs> yeah um but like i didn't know how to cope i didn't know how to talk to people mm. and really have a real open conversation i was still led by pride and the football player ego and different things like that but i mean that put a big damper on our marriage it was just they would leave she would she was a teacher mm-hmm. she would take the kids to school and I would be at home trying to figure out jobs. So, but by the time she gets back, I'm still playing video games. So mm. I can't, as a woman, she's probably like, what is this? This is what you're doing all day. This like, is what you're doing all day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I was, you know, looking on the internet, yeah. looking for jobs, but they're not just, seeing that. No. They're, they're, when they not. get home, they're seeing, oh, they this is what you're at, doing. This is how you're trying to be productive. Like, yeah. Sitting at home, headset in, <laughs> yeah. smiling. <laughs> She's walking in, kids are yelling. Like, apple slices are all in the car. <laughs> and She's you're just, here playing video. Yeah, you're here playing video. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I can just imagine that. What is this? I mean, I'm like, this I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm out here with the kids yeah. all day. Yeah. yeah. So I gotta clean up all they mess, and here I come. You here playing Call of Duty. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I guess, and again, I mean, what, 24 years old? I mean, what, other, what 20, I mean, that's what you expect out of yeah. almost of a 24 year old, yeah. right? Yeah. But again, like zero guidance. And so that just caused a lot of trauma and just a lot of just, just kind of just, we just argued. Sure. Argued mm-hmm. over just nothing, like nothing. Yep. Right. You look back at it. I mean, it was probably something in those moments. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Ultimately, it's a lot very of built up stuff, I'm sure. Oh, built up stuff, trust. Like, were you really working? Yeah. Were you really were looking for jobs? You would probably just hear playing video games all day. Who are you texting? Yes. Right? Oh, wow. Like all these different things. And so yeah. I mean, that was that was it. And so um, I mean, it was it was tough times for sure. Hmm. For sure. So what year did you get divorced? 2017 we separated and 2018 we okay so what kind of just like what was the what kind of brought to the end point was it just we've been doing this for I don't know eight years or whatever at this point seven years and you're just like we're done like I want something different for my life what kind of brought you to that point where you just figured like this isn't going to work no I mean if I'm being completely honest I mean I was in a space where just mentally, like, I I think I was done mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, so let's fast forward to 2000, the beginning of 2017. Um, was at City Church. Mm-hmm. I met 
all you guys were serving, life kind of had picked up a little bit. Um, I had consistent work. You know, I figured out, like, I felt like, okay, I'm like a community builder. Sure. Like, people look mm. at me as a leader. Yeah. So that concept was starting to creep in a little bit. But while that concept was creeping in, I still had this ego of still kind of like, look at me. Mm. Look at me. I'm serving in a church. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah, serving yeah. a coffee at a dope church. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, my wife and my kids are beautiful, but I'm even telling her like, well, I'm serving at church. Like, what you doing? <laughs> That's how I'm talking to her. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Because things were literally starting to pick up, turn around. Um, you know, some like so like I guess I didn't bring up and I'm not ashamed to say, but like in 2015, 16, before I found City Church, the reason why is because I mean she she had packed up her things and left. Sure. Like she mm -hmm. was about to be gone because she found out I was texting a, another girl about work. I was completely lying. Right, like completely lying, and she found out about the truth, and that's why I was like, you know, I made a prayer wall, which works crazy. I put them on it. I prayed in front of that thing every single day for my family, but uh, ultimately, I found City Church, and then I dove into that. Like I immersed myself into City Church and what was taking place uh, with Pastor Chad and everything that was mm -hmm. taking place. It was good yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then again, like I said, I found a consistent job. I was working as a head coach at Orange Theory, um, you know, making really good money. And then Haloti Nada um, and his company, uh, he had a gym called D1. Um, and, you know, I became the head coach there. So, I mean, I had double income coming in mm -hmm. and everything. I was serving in the church, um, still working out, still doing, you know, mm -hmm. the things. But at this point, I'm only like 25, 26 years old. So I'm thinking I'm hot stuff. Again, you know, just that ego got into the way, right? I mean, women are coming to the gym. I was I'm, about to say, I'm sure that was, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I I'm, can imagine. I'm Especially talking, when you're 25. Yeah, yeah I'm talking right. to women. I'm making good money. I'm this person at the church. Here's my family. Here's my yep, beautiful yep, wife. Here's there it my is. beautiful kids. Right. right. And then I would go to work on Monday, Tuesday, and I'll be flirting with these women or putting the work above my family, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so it was, just, it was just too much. And it was a turnaround, a shift happened when I ended up getting fired from that D1 job. And then that's the moment where I was like, dang. Got checked. Got checked mm. big time. Yeah. How'd you get fired? Huh? Um, <laughs> it just, I mean, honestly, it was probably me. I mean, it was me as far as like, we just wasn't bringing in the numbers and the revenue, mm -hmm. right? I mean, our whole team got fired. Like, oh, they right. just wasn't a great start. Yeah. Um, I mean, that place shut down within two years anyway. That's just kind of let you know this just wasn't yeah. a good, solid foundation mm -hmm. built behind it. Got fired, like, in August. And then this is when I kind of started to realize, like, oh, like, this family stuff is important. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I mean, she's backtracking, going through my phone, looking at old messages. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, as, as as a wife, she has every right to go through mm, my yeah. phone. Like, and I don't, you know. But, but, you know, it was these moments like, you know, she'll get around. I'm like, you know. Yeah. One of those. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, Bedside, yeah. face down. But don't bother it. Right. He starts picking it up. Yeah. Starts picking it up. Right. Yeah, and sure. so, that's when, you know, for me, 
I started to cry out to God, really, because, you know, she was done mentally. I was done who was the behavior I had started. Like, I'm like, there's this cycle. Like, I'm just not the person that God, I kind of put it like these visions and like who I'm supposed to be. Mm. I wasn't fulfilling that. And so 2017, you know, we kind of had some talks and it was just like, and I had the chatter of, I almost been around just the wrong people. Yeah, bro, like, yeah, I don't think y'all should, y'all should continue. Like, I don't think it's ever going to get fixed, blah, blah, wow. blah. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I, it was actually me who made the final decision to be like, I'm, you know, to split up my home, mm. separate my home. Mm. And so, you know, it was literally December of 17. I was like, hey, January, I think we should be here. I think I should be here. You should be here. The intent was that we were going to separate to come back together, right? Sure. Like, let's get to know each other, right? So mm. I don't think the intention was terrible. But again, hindsight, looking back at it, like, as a man, I don't think you should ever put your put your family in two different spots. Yeah. Like, yeah. separate your yeah. family. And that's how, that was literally the beginning of the end. So, Damn. yeah, it was tough. Yeah. So. Let's talk about your kids. Mm -hmm. Being a dad, kind of going through that, just as being that man, being the, you know, the provider, all those types of things. Do you think they helped turn you into the person you are today? Um, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, Kai is the one who made me a father, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, absolutely. Um, just seeing them and seeing that the dynamic between my dad and myself. I wanted it to be different, obviously. Yeah. But like, yeah, seeing them is what definitely made that ultimate shift in my life. Like telling my kids I love them every single day, kissing them, reading bedtime stories before bed. Like those things are amazing to me. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. For sure. Help me with that shift. So when you decided to make this, the change, the split, what was your, how did you feel just kind of as a man in that moment? Like you, you walk back, you're thinking, obviously you're <clears throat> looking back at the, you know, first, I don't know, whatever, eight yeah. years of your life in, you know, college, having kids, all these types of things coming to that point. What was kind of your mindset going into that season? My mindset going into that season was really was like, I need to be better. I want to show her that I can be the man that God intended me to be. Yeah. And granted, you know, I said those things before, you know, I said those things at City Church. I said those things to her, looking her in her eye and, you know, I just wasn't honest. And so from there, it was just more so like, okay, well, let me actually put this work in. I mean, I started going to therapy. Wow. You know, the goal was like, I go to therapy, you go to therapy because mm -hmm. we've never really, we never talked to anybody about our, our problems, our ourselves as individuals. So that was the real intent. The real intent was to literally like, okay, let's take maybe three to six months away. Let's see if we're meant to be, if we're not meant to be in a way, but let's really do the whole, let's really go in and do the work. But like I said, I think you can still do that in the same home. Sure. What ended up happening was we separated and then, well, when there's no leader around, she's going to listen to a different voice. 
Mm-hmm. And she's, and it's so, so that's kind of how it all kind of just went. Yeah. Yeah. Fast. Um, yeah. What would you tell? So, so it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it didn't sound like there was necessarily one thing. It just sounds like there was just a, a myriad, a pile of things, yeah. right? Going into it, wasn't quite right. All these things, mm-hmm. didn't have a good foundation, yada, yada. And you just came to this point where, you know, you were trying to do it, trying to do it. And then obviously, you know, you split. What would you tell someone else going through your situation? <laughs> like oh, having kids maybe in college or whatever, those types of things. Yeah. People telling them they should get married. Yeah. Like what, what do you think? Well, like, so what are some of the biggest things you learned um, that you would share to somebody else going in? No, in yeah. I think, you know, cause I, th- I mean, there's certain, I mean, sexual attraction is real. Sure. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. One, obviously if they've already had the kids, it's like just because you've already had kids and I've already had sex. I mean, this is when I start to introduce them into like, what the next phase of that looks like, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I mean, one, do you truly care about this person? Two, what do you see yourself as this person? Like, is this like a thing where it's a situation where it's like, I truly care about this person, I want to move forward? Um, if the answer is yes, I'm like, okay, well, let's take a break. Let's pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's get some guidelines. Let's set some boundaries aside so you can be successful. Yeah. If the answer is no, like, that's okay, too. Y'all can co-parent and be great. But, again, let's shut this off. Um, and let's talk about the guidelines of how to be supportive for one another, right? Or if I'm just talking to, I'm probably just talking to the male at this point. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I'm just like, hey, put these guidelines to the right. side. Or, I mean, put these boundaries up where it's like, you're not just continuing to do these same patterns. Because now it's like, you got to provide for a child, but you also got to be a leader for this child. Um, but, you know, and that starts with you. And then I, even still as a co-parent, I mean, I still find myself, she's sometimes still looking at me, not necessarily as like somebody to follow and lead her, but she's looking at me as like, how am I still leading my children? Mm-hmm. And she's mm-hmm. going to start to honor you and respect you for how you carry yourself and how you're taking care of your children. So there's two parts Mm -hmm. to that. But absolutely, I mean, I would just definitely start like, hey, if it's yes, like, let's restart it, right? I mean, we talk about it all the time. I mean, when we raise our hand and close our eyes and, you know, we ask if Jesus is Lord and we say, yes, that's a rebirth. Yes. So just like in the everyday world, Right, it's like, bro, let's have a rebirth moment. Let's restart this whole thing so you don't continue down this downward spiral. Yeah, wow. That's absolutely how we'll go about it. Goes back to like the question you asked me. Absolutely, I'm taking a step back and I'm listening because what you kind of, I mean, you started almost in like this sin, which, and you almost started like in this foundation of just like lust and fantasy and like what it's supposed to be and and then when you don't hit that like what it's supposed to be that's when sometimes you start kind of getting to these downward spirals of like my life sucks and mm-hmm. this is how life's supposed to be it's like nah bro like your life can start opening up to freedom mm. once you start putting some discipline mm-hmm. into play right? yeah yeah so that's exactly where i would start with for sure guy gets a girl pregnant right he's coming to you he said hey this just happened would you basically say it's like it's 
time to grow the F up. Like you got a kid to take care of, but don't just, because what I, what I, what I, what I love about your story, or at least now is because you did that. Mm. You worked hard, you tried mm. to provide, but we get stuck. It's funny. We, we almost get stuck in the same patterns as our parents. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to process. Right. So therefore, like what you were saying, you got a roof, you got food. That's how I show you. I love you. Mm. But in the same breath, right. you never grow to a point where, you know, you have a great relationship with your kids or whatever, and then trying to do the right thing, then you subject your kids, which at that point, you know, are, are the most important thing. You subject your kids to this process of you trying to figure out this whole marriage thing. So looking at the very end, you know, we're basically, we're like 50 minutes in, which is interesting. So we're basically going to end. Um, <laughs> as a man, what do you think you wish you would have done? Like mm. looking back on all of it, like, um, do you think that, like you, obviously you said like, you know, be more thoughtful, slow down, all that kind of stuff. Is there like one thing or maybe one point where you think, I wish I would have done this differently that had um, a different yeah. outcome? Obviously, besides maybe not getting her pregnant. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, all that kind of stuff. I think the biggest thing I wish I would have done then was know how to listen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not just to like her voice, but also like what God is telling me. Because I was still praying. Sure. You know, so, and, you know, and people will come with some wisdom every now and then. But I think the biggest thing for me was, would be to listen, right? Or I guess I should say seek. Mm-hmm. Seek out her. Seek out God in that relationship. Because, I mean, it's weird, man. I mean, I know we're going to talk about, you know, me as a single father soon, but God is so real. And I know mm. this because, I mean, one thing we did do, we prayed with our kids every single night. Mm. Um, and there's still moments when, you know, granted we're divorced. When we get together, you still feel the presence of God. Like, I'm still, mm-hmm. I'm praying with my ex-wife, with my kids. Mm-hmm. And it's real. So I would encourage men, women to definitely pray together. Um, but definitely seek out more. Because there's always more to seek out, especially that relationship with Christ. I mean, for me, I, I know that's the biggest foundational piece. Mm. I mean, we're not talking about sandboxes here. We're talking about bricks and stones when we're talking about Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing is I'll definitely listen and seek the Father for sure. And then from there, I mean, I think you'll be in good hands. But, I mean, there's just so much to it. Like, yeah. I can just keep talking mm-hmm. about, like, from my experience, yes, there's seek and there's listen. But there's also, like, I mean, who I am as a man mm-hmm. and understanding that. And I'm still understaning that. I think right. we all right. are 100%. still in this day. Yeah. But I think what we're rooted in now, what we understand now is like, I mean, God is in the center of all that. Mm. So just really focusing on like the individual, but understanding that there needs to be some guidance. There needs You need to seek, you need to listen. And, you know, just not move so abruptly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you asked for one thing, but I just- No, I love it. I love it all. I love it all. Move on like this all. whole conversation, I was I was remembering the conversation that we had with Elijah when we interviewed Elijah. Yeah. You know, same same kind of- Go back and listen to that episode. Yeah, same, same kind of like story, like popular in, in college, football player, quarterback, right? Like mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. just grand, damn good looking kid yeah. as well. Uh, and, and his 
story versus yours where he's going through the same thing that you're going you went through when you were in college um well he hasn't knocked anybody up yet yeah Quite but yet. he hasn't knocked anybody up mm. yeah you, you know and so like Not if yet. you've if you've listened if <laughs> you've listened ever. to elijah's story yeah you know that's a point where there's a crossroads where okay you make the decision that you made and walter elijah made this decision walter made this decision mm -hmm. you're in two different you know two different roads now that you're on this road, like it's cool to listen to how you've been dealing with the consequences of that decision that you made, uh, and it's just it's it's just it's cool going back and like trying to figure out what Elijah was said when he was on the show and you know what you're saying now. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, yeah. If I can touch base on that, yeah. I mean that's literally it's we're talking about moments, seconds, really mm -hmm. of a choice. Yeah, yeah, can shift anything. I tell people all the time, it's like I mean. But your life can change in any second. Yeah. Any second. So the moment I decided to lay down next to this young woman, not wear protection, I was taking a risk. 100%. The risk was she gets pregnant. The other side was like, oh, that was fun, blah, blah, blah. But the real risk is like she gets pregnant and then, then what? Mm -hmm. Or I can choose to put myself first because I do have this fire of Christ inside me. I do have, I ever start to remember those principles mm -hmm. that I live by as a young man. Now, nah, like, there's something bigger behind than just this five minutes of pleasure. Yeah. Some men, maybe yeah. three. <laughs> right? If we're like, why you gotta call like that? <laughs> But I, I mean, those, those decisions are so critical. Right. I mean, because I would, I never thought in my wildest dreams that I was going to leave college with a kid. Right. Right. This was my, going into my senior year, I was, I was like, I'm scot-free. I'm about to, I got these plans I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And nope. just like that. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. And I'll, I will end it with this thought. Your story is so powerful because it's a, it's a reminder and you just said it, but it's a reminder that every single choice that we make has a consequence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent. Mm -hmm. Right? Just, ha you know, making a choice to actually have sex um, outside of marriage, whatever. Making a choice to follow through with the pregnancy. Making a choice to um, all the things, every single thing that we do. And I think the biggest thing that I kind of I gleaned from your, your, uh, your story was that you have to stop and think about the big picture. Mm -hmm. You have yep. to stop and think about... Yep you know, outside of you. Because I feel like that's the biggest thing that we, one of the biggest things that we learn when we come to God is like, it's not just about you. It's not just about you. You mm -hmm. know, like obviously you're great, you're all these things, blah, blah, blah. I died for you, but there's an entire world. Those are all these things that are happening. Um, and if you decide to go down any one of these paths, it's going to have these consequences. And now it's, it's interesting how kids make your life so much bigger because mm -hmm. you very quickly realize that like there's a, there's a human being here that's like, expecting me to take care of it, all these things. And every single choice I make to try and be a good dad, play video games, try to cope. Because it, because in that season, you could have done anything. You could have, you could have drank, you could have done drugs, you could have done whatever. I think in the grand scheme of things, that was probably the least damaging thing you could have done is play mm -hmm. some video games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just interesting. And because I think about my life uh, and the things that I went through and every single thing, I don't know why that people have lost that that understanding mm -hmm. that everything has a has a response. Right. Everything yeah. is, you mm -hmm. know, what is it, Newton's law? Yeah. I don't know if that's the right thing, but but there's always a reaction. For every action, there there's is an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that is, I think, the biggest thing just about life. Okay. 
we can keep talking, but we're going to go into episode, the next episode. Make sure that you tune in for episode mm-hmm. 51 because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a culmination. Episode 50 was the warm-up. Episode Yo. 51 is just going to be yeah. just, I can yeah. already feel it. it's going to be good. So make sure you tune in next week. Do all the things. Go to all the places. Press all the buttons. You guys know what to do. <laughs> we out. We out. <laughs> <laughs>